All right, guys, welcome back. Um, this is our newly christened Gator Tales. As always, um, I have Miss Prickett here. Hello, everyone. And today um, we have Miss Schmotzer. Hi, guys. Welcome. Yeah. Thank Th you. Thanks for having me. So, uh, for for those that don't know you, and hopefully we'll know you very soon, um, tell me. Uh, obviously, you teach at Rudolph Gordon, but yes. Uh, I teach, uh, obviously, sixth grade, ELA at Rudolph Gordon. I have taught, this will be my 10th year going in, so big year for me. Wow. <laughs> so where were you previously? I was at League Academy okay. my first year, and I think I spent four years there, and then I was at Fisher Middle School for three before coming to Rudolph Gordon. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, well, I guess let, let's just dive in for those of you who... Um, who listened to our first episode, which I hope you did. It was very long because... It was long. Uh, because it was both Miss Prickett and I doing our... Uh, uh, answering all the questions that Miss uh, Schmatra will answer today. So some of them are going to be longer. Some of them will be shorter. Okay. I can promise you that Bargeron's is probably going to be 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Are these the same questions you all had? Yes. Same questions. Okay. Yeah, yeah, same, right. same questions. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. All right. And um, uh, I hope to also get, you know, 7th and 8th grade done as well um, during... Uh, I just thought it kind of be a cool thing so all the parents could resource it. Nice. But at first, it's just going to be about sixth grade. Of course. Yes, of course. Because it's the best grade. Exactly. Yes. Guys, we've already talked about. Right. those of you who hopefully are listening in seventh and eighth grade, you understand this. And those of you that are coming up, you know that it's all downhill from here. After <laughs> sixth much. grade's over, it's, it's it. Sorry, guys. Yep. Yeah, your life is... Good luck. <laughs> all right. So we're coming uh, to you from Ms. Schmonser's house yeah. in the middle of the pandemic. Very nice setting. It is a very nice setting. Thank you. Yeah, it is July 15th, and, um, well, let's get to it. Right. So our first question, uh, why did you decide to become a teacher? Um, this also includes, like, previous jobs, and then I'll um, – actually, we'll just go with that one, and then I'll roll another question okay. in a minute. So probably, if you'd asked my mom when I was little what I was going to be, she would have thought I would have been a teacher mm. right away because I played school at home. I had a chalkboard. I had – you name it, I had it, and played in my basement. But then when I got to college, I was like, I don't want to be a teacher because everybody thinks I should be a teacher, so I'll just go be something <laughs> else, which there you is go. great, right? So I got a degree in communications, and lucky for me, I minored in English, uh, and I don't know what I thought I was going to do with that. So mm -hmm. when I graduated, I started working for the Board of Realtors, and I worked uh, for the Multiple Listing Service, and and then a real estate company eventually. Um, and then when I had the girls, I stayed at home until they went to school. And then we bought a restaurant. Oof. And I ran a restaurant for five years. And then, yeah, and then uh, we, we closed that in the lovely year of 2009 when the economy <laughs> hit the garbage. And I was right next door to Circuit City over there by Whole Foods, and everything closed. It was and a Quiznos. It was. Yes. And, yeah, mm -hmm. great sandwiches. I love yeah. Um, so we closed that, and so then I did not have a job, and that was actually fine for a while because mm -hmm. I needed a break. If if you know people in the restaurant industry, it is, <laughs> it is the hardest job I have ever had, and I admire people who can do it because mm -hmm. it's a lot of work. Um, but I guess what came out of that is my husband said, you know, the thing you liked about the restaurant was working with the kids because that were mainly my employees were high school, uh, college kids. Yep. And so he's like, you should just be a teacher. And I was like, that's actually not a bad idea. So I went back and uh, went through the PACE program. Okay. And uh, lucky, luckily for that English minor, I had enough credits that I did not <laughs> have to take uh, any English classes. And so, yeah, so I spent a couple of years doing that, and then I got hired at, mm. at League. Similar to my so. path, business owner to sitting around, what am I going to do, yeah. and then going back for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it is similar. Not to me. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No. <laughs> I was a waitress once. There you uh, go. So oh, were you? Okay. Yeah, for in Auburn? a brief little bit. No, actually in Edisto. In Edisto? Yep. So you were down there for the whole summer and just... Yeah. Okay. a couple times i think everybody should work in a restaurant at some point in their life i agree i mean it's a it's a good it life experience it, it does so i've worked in retail not not in a restaurant yeah. i've worked i've worked in retail which it's different it's definitely well, different. I, you know i always found that um retail was similar to teaching because what i'm trying to do is i'm trying to sell mm -hmm. students on you know 
whatever it is. Right. All right. So uh, let's talk about what your favorite part of being a teacher is. Mm, my favorite part of being a teacher. I think my favorite part, I mean, it's, it's, that's a tough one, really. Um, I guess as far as the teaching part, I mm. like uh, really trying to come up with creative ways for kids to demonstrate, you know, their reading and writing ability without always reading and writing, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. you know, different projects and, and project-based learning and things like that that are really applicable to them mm. and that they buy into. Um, I think probably some of my highlights, probably probably one of my highlights was when I was at Fisher and we did kind of a homeless project and she and one of my students actually took it and she started creating like baskets for kids that were in the hospital. She just took the public service thing to a whole yeah. other level and started doing it on her own. Very not cool. for any credit, just because she she felt, you know, kind of compelled to. So I think seeing things like that are really for me the highlight like the biggest part seeing kids kind of all of a sudden come out of their shell or and and do something amazing that i couldn't have even thought of yeah yep. very cool awesome. uh, okay so um how do you think your students would describe you and mm. let me put a little caveat with this one did uh, you ask any of my students to describe <laughs> me <laughs> um no, uh, no, no, they, uh, I do have some recordings of your students that'll come on later, you know, to kind of <laughs> overlay with this, but, um, what I wanted to know is both good and bad. Okay. Um, I think I'm loud. Mm -hmm. I've had people tell me that before. Um, <laughs> so I think I'm loud, but not, not in a yelling way. I think I'm just loud and I yeah. think I do things loud and, yeah. and that's just how it is. Um, I think they would say I'm fair and I'm consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, so those would be good things. Uh, you know, some might say I'm, I'm fun and they enjoy my class. Some kids, if they hate English, they, <laughs> they, they, she's nice, but they, would say it's fun. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I try to make it fun. I mean, I, you know, everybody can't win over everybody, but I do my best. I do. I do always come prepared. They, they has, there's never been a class period where I haven't known what I'm doing. So I think prepared is also something they might say good very important now yeah. what yeah <laughs> now what um now give me the i wouldn't say bad bad is a bad word um why don't we uh, miss and i looked at this as more of a um you like know something you could grow with, grow with yeah maybe. yeah i mean because you know we we all do have or these me, things or the yes. kids would say i should grow with just like with teaching it doesn't have to be like a um that's a good question um I think sometimes hmm, I gotta say this the right way or it's gonna come out wrong. <laughs> um, I do react, and mm. I think I think sometimes you do have to kind of reel yourself in and say, "Okay, why is this happening?" Rather than just maybe um, if I fuss at a kid for something, maybe I yeah. need to dive a little bit deeper into really what's going on. Um, I think I, I can look back on some experience and said, ah, that probably wasn't, you know, my sure. greatest move. I could have just said what's wrong before I said, why aren't you doing this or something like that. Yeah. So I think I think that's probably just kind of work on that's reaction a, time. Yeah, <laughs> and that's a tough line it to is, toe yeah. because, yeah. I mean, you have 27 students in your class and every student understands. Well, every student who is switching classes and you guys will understand uh, that some of the classes are going to be a little rowdier than others. It's yeah. just, it's just yeah. the personalities and the way they mm -hmm. mesh. And sometimes if you are, if you have 15 kids who are all, you know, having a good time because they're with their friends and, yeah. and we get it. And that's part of school is socializing. It's really easy to be like, wait, what do you, come on, get back to work. Not, and not dive deeper right. when you have to do that 15 times. Right. Exactly. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. A lot easier in hindsight. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. So do you have a favorite topic to teach within your content area? And, and tell me why. And I guess you could also throw in, like, uh, maybe a, like a lesson, like an example, lesson, yeah. yeah, or okay. a project or something that, that you were like uh, to sit. Well, the, probably there's a couple of things. As far as projects go, the awareness campaign, I think, is probably... Can you tell us about that? Yeah, I think that's probably my, been my favorite, and... We started that when when Rudolph Gordon first became a middle school, Miss Hanning and I. And 
um, really where the kids just pursue something they're passionate about that they feel like there needs to be change enacted. And so I I think the thing I love about that is I've never had, this is like double negatives here, but I've never had a kid not turn in an awareness campaign. Like that is the only probably project that I can say mm-hmm. is a 100% participation. Now, some better than others, but <laughs> but but they all get done. And so I I think I think that's uh probably one of my favorites and just because the kids love it and I love seeing what they're passionate about. Mm-hmm. I think that really helps build relationships and you really learn so much about your students when you see what is important yeah. to them. For sure. Yeah. I mean, they'll talk about that in our and all the other yeah. classes too yeah. while it's going yeah. on. It's really, yeah. it's awesome. Yeah. yeah, so some really cool ones this year. Yeah. Saw some great ones last yeah. year too. I mean, just, it is, it's always interesting to see, um, and I feel like this as a teacher, it's interesting to see what is interesting to students. Oh, yeah. Like, what is important to them? Because, you know, some of us less than others, but, but we're kind of removed from that middle school age, obviously, right? Yeah, yeah, that was a oh, younger I mean, joke. I'm just a few years from <laughs> middle school. Poked po- po- at you, Miss Brecker. I'm a few years. Oh, from I was middle wondering. School. <laughs> I was a few. Yeah, uh, so, uh, but we're we're moved from that. So yeah. it's like, um, and there's also also generational differences. Like you know, you know, like what is important to you? What what do you find interesting? And I think it tells a lot about a personality mm. of a student, right? And right. I think that was one of the one, one of the best things uh, about projects like that. Yeah, you yeah, really it does. see it. It does for sure. Yeah. All right. So tell me. What your students should know about you to be more successful in your class. And now this includes uh, pet peeves, things like that. Um, You know, just anything that would help them be better in your class. So what they should know about me is I am not going to be the easiest on them. I have Mm -hmm. very high expectations, as I think all of us do. Um, And should. I, I, I feel like... If you have high expectations, most of the time people will rise to the occasion. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be the easiest English teacher they ever have in their life, um, because I want them to learn the material. Um, and I f- forgot where I was going with this, um, but you said things they should know about me. Yes. Yeah. Um, that's so, to help so them that's be more successful. That's important. I mean, that's something honestly that when and it's not like every kid at the end of the year, but I'll get a couple of emails saying. Hey, thanks for thanks for pushing me, yeah. and and thanks for you know knowing I could do it. And so, um, you know, they don't all feel that way, but it, but it's good that a few do. Yeah. Um, pet peeves. Uh, I know I have some. I know I do. They could probably tell you what they are. <laughs> um, I really don't. I don't like people to ask me to go to the bathroom, and when I <laughs> and and it's not that you can't go to the bathroom, but if I'm up teaching and you yeah. raise your hand and and you ask yeah. me if you go to the bathroom that's going to tick me off probably and i'm going to say no so you know just before class after class independent work those times are different um hey. i don't like to be interrupted for bathroom questions well, also remember we uh, have glass windows and we know the people that go like five <laughs> yeah, times no, that's day, right so. the same kid that goes every class <laughs> yeah. period yeah there's a problem a, there or or because I'll, I'll see students that are not mine and i'll be like like does this yeah. does this student yeah. go every class? Yeah, yeah. some some try, do. I mean, I don't know. So that kind of little stuff, um, I guess, would be a pet peeve. Um, I do think, obviously, I know I teach English, but reading is really important. And so, yes. really, my only homework is going to be to read. And when students tell me they don't read because they have other homework, that's a little annoying because. I'm not asking you. To, yeah, I'm not asking you to do anything but read a book for 20 minutes a day. So, um, that's probably uh, a pet peeve as well. Um, but it's because it's important, and and kids need to build their reading stamina. They really just don't have any, um, and so we just need to. With that reading, um, with with that in mind, uh, can you tell me a little? Uh, why do you think that? Why do you think that is? Why Why do you think students are? Is, is it a new? Do you th- you think it's a new thing? Um, what, like, uh, because uh, I I do remember I was you know pre social media pre smartphones yeah. when I was in uh, middle school. Um, I did have a cell phone when I was like 
<laughs> in eighth grade, but I could play Snake. And if you don't know what Snake is, go look it up. It's <laughs> super basic. I mean, it's basic enough I can program it myself. So, but but I remember reading was reading's always been big for me, and I mean, I always I, I loved reading. But like, do you see? I guess in your experience, um, that it's become harder to get uh, students to read. I do, and I and I think you know my kids don't really like to read, which you mm-hmm. know that makes you feel good uh, as an English <laughs> teacher. <laughs> yeah. But but I think there have been times when kids teachers have made kids not enjoy reading when they make them all we're all going to read the same book and yes. and so they'll never get that in my classroom because of that. Because you can't find a book that every single kid is going to be like, this book is amazing. I don't care what book it is. Some Agreed. kid's not going to like it. So so I try to give them choice. So I think that's important. But I think a lot of kids have a negative connotation for reading because of because of that. And I'm not blaming anybody. I'm just saying, like, my kids had bad experiences with teachers specifically. I've been like, seen uh, as a punishment. I remember yeah. certain. Uh, yeah. Um, reading logs, I think, are bad. And so I yes. think a lot of kids do reading logs. My kids like did AR. coming up in elementary school. AR. Though, to me, and I'm not, I'm not trying to knock anybody. I'm just saying they're not. That's just to accomplish a goal or get a party or get extra credit. That's not really mm-hmm. for the love of reading. Yeah, my daughter has a reading log now, and she's you know three and a half, right? See, like ridiculous. like it, like it's it was given, you know, it, it's just a, and, I, and I get the purpose behind it to because they want it, to. It's more of a for the parents. It is, you, you, to you know, me, to, to make it's sure. A behavior. It's not. It's not. I could write down a book title. It doesn't mean I read it. That's right. Right. And, so, and what's I, the point of a reading log to me? If you can. I feel like as a parent, if you model it. Right. Um, I mean, and you know, and I, and I, I, I read a lot, and I've tried it because I saw my parents read a lot, mm-hmm. and and I tried to model that, and and yeah. I think it's I think a lot of it with, with your parents reading to you, yeah. as well, especially if you can find something that you're interested in. And I think that's a big thing too is some kids because we do a reading history letter at the beginning of the school year, mm-hmm. and a lot of kids they don't remember seeing anybody read in their home, or they don't, yeah. uh, no one ever read to them. Not a lot, but some. I should say some. Or events happen in their life, and then they're no longer reading. And the thing I try to tell parents, even now in middle school, is read aloud to your child. This is probably the most important time <laughs> to read aloud with them because they're not on a device. They're yep. not, you know what they're doing. And honestly, building fluency, even though they're in sixth grade, sometimes it's painful to listen to them read. <laughs> yes. Yep. It is. And and listening to Fluent readers is really important. So I encourage parents in middle school, still read to your kid. Because, number one, it's something you can do together. And it gets them off their devices. And you know what? That, in my mind, is 20 minutes of reading. There you go. Well, and you know, uh, it's funny. I I laughed um, when you said that because uh, Ms. Schmatzer and I have had a a professor in common uh, um, through through grad school. And... um, this professor, who will be nameless, um, she told me and my cohort uh, in grad school that we should not be reading to our students. We should not do any read alouds. And it's like for, and I was like, this is a literacy class, mind you, right? A literacy class. And everything, all evidence points to you should, mm-hmm. and it's good for them. Not only that, but every other one of my professors said, do it. Yeah, and then you. when I brought it up to her, you know, she, of course, uh, did not like to be told. And then and I've never seen other, some of these, I'm pretty kind of up in your face as far really? as a person. Yeah, yeah, really. Good to know. <laughs> I've been told um, <laughs> as a personality, but I had I had others that were not, not similar to me who were just furious at this. Because I, I do, I, I agree with you. It, yeah. it's, it's so important to it hear is. somebody else Well, what to, was she even saying? Why, what was her defense? Well, uh, it, it, because she said so, probably. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. it was really because she said so. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's it's uh, there's no efficacy of it outside of elementary school, and I'm like, well, okay, uh, give me an A, and I will disregard everything you said. Great, thanks. Now, stu- now, those of you students that are listening, that's not what you do when you're in uh, sixth grade, because I promise you, we are at least well-researched and thought out as far as what we're doing. But yeah, so uh, I just always found that kind of funny. But I do think, you're right, it's super important. Just just read, because I mean, that's... And they love it. If you mm -hmm. you look out, if I'm reading, and I read a lot of children's books as illustrate, you know, illustrate points and things, 
they they're they soak it up just like a kindergartner would. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and I, I and I personally enjoy reading too. Mm-hmm. You know, in class, and I think, uh, and I think it is it is important. It shows you know your love and shows your passion mm-hmm. for it, and I think passion's contagious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's a great thing. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, th- those are really our our questions that specifically deal with teaching. Uh, with teaching. Okay. Now we do have other questions. Okay. And uh, these are personality. Your personality, a little more. I would say the more important questions, right? Okay. The, the, the questions that the students are going to care are, are going to yeah hard news, the, hard the, the, the real the yes okay. the, the real uh, the real meat of the interview okay if you will so some personality questions um now this is going to be a tough one for you is it? yes I know what it's so you need to tell me about no it's oh. not the it's not the most well, important be one another one it's not <laughs> it's not the most important I thought one that one would be hard for her okay no no I I think I think she could do that one okay I'm sorry the our first one is your I need to know your favorite book. My favorite oh. book. Oh yes, yeah. That, that's why I said it's tough for her because yeah, it is the, hard. The, um, um, but I can, I can do it. You, you, you can give me. Uh, you can actually do two for me. You can give me uh, entertainment and professional. Okay. If you would like, or 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 however you want to break that down, because okay. I mean, there. It's, it's not hard. apples to apples. No, right? I sometimes added yeah. in two or three answers when he would really just one <laughs> online. Okay, so, so I can so just like, list like. And that's why we went yeah. on for. Uh, yeah. So maybe. <laughs> well, no. Maybe don't follow. Also, I'm sorry. Um. Well, probably my favorite book that I just fell in love with when I read was mm. Rebecca by Daphne du Maurier, which uh, is a very old book. I've it. actually read that book. It's, it's an, one it, of yeah, my it's, mom's favorite books. Yeah, it's a phenomenal book, and it's just a classic. And What's it about? It is about a girl named Rebecca who meets this man, and they, they fall in love, and they get married, and she moves to this big house, and there's this creepy housekeeper who mm. doesn't like her. And mysterious things start happening. Okay. And so it's kind of, I like mysteries. Sure. And so it's kind of suspenseful, um, you know, tragic, like I think the whole place burns down at the end. Mm. Um, and so it's super creepy. But it's, <laughs> but it's, but it's really good. So okay. I, that's probably one of the like life books, like in my head. I'm just like, yeah, I yeah. love to read. Like, well, I mean, you, you, you had that answer really yeah, quick. So, yeah. so obviously yeah, that is for sure. Really quick. Yeah. 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 Okay, so uh, do you have a professional like, like something okay, so that let you? Do, let me do another. Let's do young adult. Oh, okay. Well, that that works for you. Yes. These kids would like. So, yeah. um, that's hard too because this summer I've read so many good books. Yeah. But probably one of the best books I've read this summer was Genesis Begins Again. Genesis Begins Again. Mm-hmm. Which is I know Genesis means beginning. Yes. Yes. Um, but it's about this girl who basically on page one, she's been evicted. All her furniture's out on the lawn and. Basically, she's like, this is happening again. Is her name Genesis? And her name is Genesis, Genesis. right? Um, and yeah. so she just kind of goes through. It, it's She's a middle schooler, and she's trying to be comfortable with herself, but also her family is just going through some really hard times. Uh, and it's just kind of her transformation, her learning to just accept who she is and be feel good in her own skin. And it's just, I think it's a great message, number one. Um, it's very well written. It's the author's first book, and I, I can't remember the author's name off the top of my head. Um, but I would highly recommend it to anyone. Any middle school. Mm-hmm. Genesis begins again. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Yeah. Let's see. Um, all right. So, actually, before I move on to this next one, uh, let's talk about genres. Okay. Now, now, and I'm talking about genres of media. This is not a question that. Um, Miss Prickett and I asked each other, but you can kind of tell for you it was mystery, I think. Yeah, mystery thriller. Yeah, okay. Um, me, you kind of saw it was more like sci-fi. sci-fi. Yeah, yeah, sci-fi fantasies. Um, so genre, and, and this and this is not just including your books, but movies, TVs, you know, media. Um, period. I would say mysteries and books. I don't like movies that are like. I don't like scary movies. I'm the same way. I don't like like I like horror. suspenseful movies like The Quiet Place. Well, you don't like those. so you don't like jump out scare. Yeah, I it don't just... like that. I don't like gore. Okay, so you so know? more more cerebral. Yeah, so more like suspenseful. Got it. Kind of movie. Um, what else did you ask me? Uh, just genre in general. Yeah, genre. I, in general. I mean, obviously, I read a lot of young adult just because. Um, mm-hmm. But I do like it. Um, and that's that's probably pretty much. It. I don't read. A, I'm not a big romance kind of person in books and stuff okay. like that. Really, mysteries and suspense kind of books. Cool. All right, movies, TV. Um, so we're gonna go with movies first. Uh, you can do uh, the way I like to break it up personally 
is because, you know, people say, oh, what's the best movie? That's a terrible question. Right. Uh, I like to break it up. What it, what movie have I seen the most, which is obviously the most entertaining to me? And then what movie do I think is the best movie that I've ever seen? Okay. So the movie I've seen the most was 17 years old. Back to the Future I saw probably 17 times the so wait, year it came out. So that was your... It, so were you saying that that is your the like best movie or or well, like you said the one I've seen the most see, seen the most so, so that is your most entertaining movie when I was seventeen though. oh no I mean I mean total <laughs> like 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 to I mean, this I, day I mean I I mean it's still a good movie Back to the Future still a good movie I think eighties had great movies Ferris Bueller oh yeah um that's that's got to be a favorite so eighties um, movies are big for me I guess because that's when I was a teenager so I guess this is more of like a like a like a desert island type thing. You taking one movie? I'm taking one movie to take, Desert Island. T- t- yeah, take t- take one movie that. that Do I have a DVD player? Yes. <laughs> Desert Island. Take 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 one movie that you have to watch um, over and over movie again. You have to watch over and over again. Yeah. So 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 it's the movie that that's not necessarily the like the greatest you know cinematic work. Wow. It's the one that that, that you always watch. Like it comes on the TV and you're, and you're like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna sit down and watch it. Like for me, it's 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 a terrible movie. I mean, like it's not like objectively, it's not a good movie. It's it's, it's basketball, oh. which is a, which, which is a comedy, and a lot of people haven't. But it's Ooh, that's a hard question. I've seen it so many times, so so I'm not talking about cinematic greatness. I'm talking about what can you sit down, veg out, and just watch. I think it. I mean, ugh, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not as good with movies probably as books. I, is, sure. I it doesn't really come right away. I don't know. I almost think you got to go with Ferris just because it's such. It's funny every time you watch it. It is funny every time. I mean, yeah. I agree with that. I can't think of anything else, so I'm going to go with Ferris. You know, and, and funny thing about Ferris Bueller, um, <laughs> the older I get, the more in education I get, the more I feel for the principal. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I hate <laughs> Ferris Bueller. I get it. I 100% get it. This kid's a, I know this kid in class, and yeah. I don't like him. Yeah. <laughs> not that I don't like, not that I, I dislike everybody. any student. I love all love my students more. equally and in different ways. But still, I, I get it. Yeah. I 100% get yeah. it. I haven't seen that movie in a really long time. So oh, yeah. okay, so so the, the best movie ever. The, best movie ever. As far as far as like cinematic greatness, for me, mm-hmm. I said it was uh, Amadeus. It's just mm-hmm. I always think it's I mean, e- even though it's historically Mine in inaccurate. Was Avengers? So. Avengers. <laughs> just to clarify. Which which I mean no. And, See, here's the thing. And about the Avengers clicks all of them too. Cinematic greatness is I'm the kind of person where my husband can look at a movie and he'll be like, oh, something's out of focus or the whatever's sure. resolution's yeah. off and I'm like it all looks the same to me like and I'll get it drives yeah. him crazy because like I don't see that line that you see on the screen so so I the, the first movie that came to my head when you said that was Titanic with Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet only because at the time oh it was yeah when that movie came out it was like phenomenal cinematic greatness um and it's it, and I mean, that, I mean, I mean it still is movie. yeah I, you know, I like that movie um but I I don't know. That's a tough okay. one for me. Well, there you go. I mean, okay. So uh, we're gonna do TV. Okay, I, I got okay. you on TV. You I got you, you you got TVs now. Now what you can do if you want to break it up again, like okay. entertainment value, because there's a lot oh, of great yeah. entertainment that that you really just turn your brain off because it's not very good. Yeah. And then something that 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 that's phenomenal. Okay. Well, I'm gonna be judged here. Okay. I'm a big. I'm a big okay. reality reality TV fan. Like. No yeah, judgment. And there. I know, like my husband says, like I can hear your brain cells dying when you watch those shows. And I mean, well, maybe you can. But at least uh, you got enough. Sometimes you just have to. Sit I, you do. You have to veg. So ninety day fiance. Oh, love a it. Big, big uh, guilty pleasure. I guess you would call it. Um, Did you ever watch Love Is Blind? Uh, oh yeah. Yeah yeah. Yeah, love, yeah. Love, love. yeah. I think Weish uh, recommended yeah. that for all of oh, us. Yeah. yeah, that was me. <laughs> um, I think you you got me in the Nine Day Fiance too. Actually, the Weish. whole multiverse is phenomenal. Yeah. So, um, but but I don't like The Bachelor and those kind of things. And I, I don't, don't ask me why. I don't know. But but they're just it's just not compelling. Fake, right? I liked it when I was like <laughs> yeah. in uh, college and could watch yeah. it with a bunch of people. Yeah. But like never really more liked social. it. It was just more the like that's a social yeah. aspect. Yeah. yeah. And I get that. I don't ever watch it now. It's like it's like watching a football game yeah. with people. You know, it's it's always better to watch with four. But I liked Survivor, Amazing Race. They're, I mean, you know, they're getting a little repetitive. Old, yeah. But mm. but I, in general, reality TV is kind of my. Go-to. If I'm gonna chill, guilty pleasure. Yes, it is my guilty pleasure. Okay, so what's the best TV show? Like the one that that you're like, God, it, this was amazing. Like you would actually use the word amazing as opposed to, man, that episode was crazy. Mm. 
amazing. Oh, gosh. You know, I don't know if this is going to be considered amazing. Like, we like to find, like, my husband and I like to find series to watch together, you know, that sure. we both like. And sometimes you know, he does not like reality TV, although he'll watch it with me. But It's the best part about being married uh, yeah, is, is having somebody to always sit yeah, down and watch so, TV with. <laughs> so we try to find, like, you know, series that we both like. Um, Game of Thrones was big for, for both mm-hmm. of us. We love that. Yeah. Uh, Firefly, which is an old one. Phenomenal. Uh, but that was really good. So, and I like science. I do like science fiction, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, the Firefly movie, Serenity, well. was great, too. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was. So, you know, series that we both enjoy. Okay, cool. All right. So, what we're going to move on to now is your favorite team. Now, we're going to do a bunch of teams. Okay. I know the answer, I think, to college. Um, but, so, let's go Let's go with college. And I, I'm assuming, usually when we say college, it's every sport. It, it, okay, I mean, well, uh, I don't watch every sport. So yeah, but so but it if would you be had to football, watch and it would be Appalachian State. There you go. My daughter goes to Clemson, so uh-huh. I got a root for Clemson. Um, I do not watch any other sports. Well, same. We go to like uh, almost all the App State games. We do, so. we do. We have season tickets, so we go mm-hmm. to all those games. Very cool. Okay, so uh, do you have MLB, Major League Baseball, yeah. uh, NFL? Now, growing up, we went to a lot of Braves games because I grew same up here. in Stone Mountain. Oh, okay, yeah. And so. Um, my dad would take us to the Braves games. Mm-hmm. So I would say growing up, I really was into the Braves. So you're, but, 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 and it was probably more for the family experience. You don't like lose that your was, fandom, though. Yeah. You're, you're still a But, I mean, Bargeron's going to kill me, but I, baseball is boring to me to watch. I'm sorry. Oh, no. On Everyone TV, it's boring. Like baseball. Going in person. Going's fun. But it's just too slow. Oh, I agree with that. Yeah. Now, now the, the idea that they're going to make a 60-game uh, season, that could, yeah, I could make watch baseball that watchable again. What is it now? Like a hundred and sixty. Yeah. Uh, I mean, a game yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like sixty, 60 game season matters. does matter. Yeah. Every game That's matters. True. That's true. Which is why the NFL is better than watching uh, NBA because yeah. you can lose games in the NBA. True. Uh, uh, personally, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, I, that's I what I think. Do you have uh, any other professional sports that you might follow? I don't follow professional sports at all. Okay. Okay, nope. so let's go with um, music now. Okay. Okay. So, so the way I wanted to look at this, um, there's a couple ways that we're gonna look at this. Okay. First, you can you can give me your favorite band, and then you can give me your favorite song, which doesn't have to be with the same band. And then I have two more musical questions that go along with that. Okay. So this is this is another hard for me because I don't remember names of anything sure. in music. <laughs> okay. Um, I like a, I do like a lot of different kinds of music though. I like. Uh, I like probably like '90s country music, mm-hmm. so like Blake Shelton would have been somebody that I like. Was to love listening to Garth Brooks when Garth Brooks had a voice still <laughs> back in the '90s <laughs> before he toured so much. Um, you know, Tim McGraw, those kind of okay. those kind of artists I like. Um, I don't listen to much anymore. I listen to a lot of teenage music now because yeah. I have teenagers, so I listen to a yeah. lot of One Direction. <laughs> uh, which I love. I do like One Direction. I loved One Direction when I was in high school. I do, like, I do like One Direction. And we were just talking up there, and uh, Maggie's. Oh, apparently, July 23rd is their 10th anniversary of One Direction forming, Aww. and we are going to have a celebration here. <laughs> so hey, I'll be sure to celebrate what you can. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> I said, whatever, you go for it. Uh, so I do. I like pop like okay. type music. Um, if you had to choose one band, choose if one I band. If I choose one band, one oh band. man, this is where it would get really hard for me. Um, I like Michael Bublé, which I know has nothing to do with either of those genres no, that's that fine. I just yeah. talked about. Um, I like him. I like Ben Rector, oh, but she's one. I guess if I had to choose one, I would choose Michael Bublé. Okay. Because I feel like he's timeless. Give me one song. From Michael Bublé? No, no. Just one no, song. One song the, in the world. Yeah, one, one, one song. That's it. I oh, think man. This is a really hard this question. Is hard. It is a hard question. It's really hard when you don't remember names of songs. Um, you, you you can sing it into the mic. No, I cannot <laughs> sing it. One of the things I do promise my students every year is I will not sing. I promise yeah. you I will not sing because um, I am not a singer. We shouldn't either. <laughs> oh, God, we should not. Um, it's so bad. Do you sing? Did you decide to cancel that? I did because it was so bad. <laughs> I thought you had. Uh, oh, God. It was um. mostly bad because of me, though. <laughs> we were going to do, a, th- we were gonna do a, um, a theme song to our other podcast oh, where we sang wow. it. And we actually d- have done it. So it'll be in a deep cut um, yes, s- at somewhere. Yes, I, I, I would love to hear that. I sometimes. still have it saved, and it is. <sighs> it's bad. Wow. It, I told I rewrote, you that I was really bad, I rewrote though. the words to the never-ending story. Um, oh, for wow. never ending history, right? And oh, wow. 
and it was uh okay i have my song which okay. is again not any of the genres that i talked about um acdc shook me all night long okay wow i just think of college <laughs> there you go now 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 can you give me um your uh what's your what's your karaoke song oh i would not have i really would not if you karaoke. had to choose one I really really not. I really wouldn't. All right, you're um, you're you're at a karaoke place. You you get shoved up on stage. Choose one song right now. What yeah. you got? It's got to be something that that you know. Yeah, which I don't I don't really know a lot of words unless the music is playing. Well, um, I mean the music will be playing. It'll be up on the screen, but but one that you think like you kind of got the, the the timing um, and all that stuff. Um, I'm gonna go with One Direction. Uh, what makes you beautiful? Okay. Nice. Cricket, you. What? Yeah, you didn't answer this question. We yeah, didn't. I did. No, we didn't. We didn't do. We didn't do karaoke, did we? No, we didn't do karaoke. We did not. Oh, we didn't. No, go. Okay. Let's hear it. Now I'm on the spot. Now you're on the spot. Um. <laughs> Mike's in your hand. Music's gonna play. I'm going Ice Ice Baby. Oh, oh nice. wow. Okay, Vanilla Ice. I don't really know all the words, but. I think for me it would be. Um, there is actually. It would be. Uh, Bobby Darren, um, Beyond the Sea, uh, or maybe um, One Tin Soldier by Coven. Uh, and then how about, uh, give me your entrance music, Mr. Monster. What? Your entrance oh. music. If I were to have a, like if a you theme had song? song? Yes, an entrance, <laughs> oh, wow. like, like it's, uh, Gosh. like, because this tells a lot about your personality, yeah. right? I mean, like, okay. Like wrestling style, you coming in, it just breaks out like you. Yeah. When when you at least when when I hear certain songs, I know I'm like, oh my god, it is that wrestler, you know, like from when I watched wrestling when I was in um, fourth grade. Gosh, I'm so bad with song titles, but it would it would need to be something like you said, like. Uh, oh. Uh, it's it's, it's got to be something either by Whitney Houston or Beyonce. It's got to be something oh, big. Okay. I mean, if you're going to have an entrance song, which I really actually like this idea. Like, uh. I feel like I need one for the school year. Right? I'm going to work on <laughs> Every that. Every time you walk in. Every time I walk in, I'm going to play about, that. Would be uh, that would be awesome. <laughs> they might have to play it every time. How I about walk Everybody in. Hurts? That that was that's this year's school so, school song. <laughs> the school song. Yeah, okay. everybody so we hurts. We could have we everybody we could create a playlist hurts. with this. We could have a school song, a grade level song, <laughs> and then each teacher have yeah. a song. So we'll be like playing at different times. So they yes. like I'll be know. like blaring. I don't know. Well, I mean, well, I've never well, thought about this. Before. I was thinking if we did a gate, we did Gator games, right? Like yeah. like what what oh, song plays? Champions play- would be a good one. Oh, that is a good one. That would be a good one. What song plays you out? Um, what was that song? In the talent show. I'm kind of thinking. I was thinking Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Middle yeah. of it. Yeah. Where you're just like. Okay. Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. That's okay. You know exactly where I was. Okay. That's that's a good yeah, one. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. That's a, that'd be a great question for like first day of school. Well, because it, it tells you a lot about somebody's personality, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, honestly, I don't have an answer to that for for myself either, right? I mean, I'm I'm thinking you about know it. You have a song. Well, no, no, I have a couple, but but I'm, but I'm trying <laughs> yeah, to I'm, yeah. I'm trying to like narrow yeah, it down, yeah, right? It's not um, quite, yeah. Uh, ones without um, cursing in it too. So I gotta yeah, okay, you gotta work through Keep that. Keep it clean. Yeah. Okay. So um, choose a superpower. Oh, probably invisibility. Why? Because nobody knows you're there. Okay. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which could be bad too, honestly. But but <laughs> well, you know I mean, as long as you can turn right? it on and off, right? Yeah. Well, right. I mean, yeah, you definitely turn it on and yeah. off. I just mean, like, Something you could hear stuff that you didn't want to hear, maybe too. But yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is the same thing with like. But mind. as a middle school teacher, I think invisibility would be oh. awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely yes. wouldn't want mind reading as a middle school teacher. No, that would no, be no. scary, I would scary, never scary. Want mind reading in general. No. Yeah. Yeah. People yeah. who say that I'm just overwhelming. I just need to be able. Like, if I had mind reading, I'd have to be able to turn it off. Yeah. Okay. And our, our, our last question before I'll, I'll before you can, you know, say what you want. Uh, personal hero. So, like, and, and by this, I mean, not who do you want to sit down. Well, I guess, who do you want to sit down and talk with? Anybody from history, anything, you know, it is up to you. You take this question where you want. It's a good question. Um, I'll take it a couple places. Okay. I think... Personally, for a real person that I know, would definitely be my grandfather. Oh, okay. He's over 100 years old, yeah. and he is 
until he was 95, he was still a flight instructor, like legit, <gasps> which was not smart, I'm sure. <laughs> but, but I think the thing about him that that I admire is he's just always done his thing. Like he's mm-hmm. never made excuses. He's always stayed active and he's just a nice person, you know? So I think he's a realistic person. Um, as far as someone in history, oh, that's tough. Uh Maya Angelou comes to mind. Okay. Um, she just has a great story and uh, of perseverance. And, you know, obviously she's li- written a lot of great yeah. literary works. Um, so I think she would be a neat person to. And I, and I actually think she spoke at our graduation. I think. I think oh. Yeah. That's cool. Or she spoke at App awesome. at some point. Like, yeah. So I, not that I met her, but that. You You've know seen when her you speak. Hear somebody in person. It's oh, it like, makes a big difference. Whoa, that person's really amazing. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm sure that's probably influenced that. Very cool. All right. Do you have? Um, I guess this that that that's the end of the questions that I have for you. So, do you have anything that? Um, I guess you want to let our audience, which should be the sixth graders and maybe some, maybe parents as mm-hmm. well, know. Um. You know, I'm surprised on your media question. You didn't ask about podcasts. Oh, well, uh, yeah, like, yeah. I can I can give you a list of podcasts. Well, um, okay, okay, then, then go with it. Give, give, so give me one. I'm a, I'm a big true crime podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, court junkie, crime junkie. Although crime junkie is getting a little junky. Full um, body sorry. chills. Yes. Um, when you listen to some other ones, you realize. <laughs> yes. But anyway, uh, and they don't source properly. Yeah. So I like a lot of those. I like. Cult of Pedagogy podcast, which is about teaching. Um, there's there's probably one that just sticks with you 100%, right? Like, he hasn't heard a story podcast. Yeah. And by, uh, that, <laughs> one, that is my latest podcast. That's my favorite the, one, her personally. It, it is. It is yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I did tell y'all, like, that you cited your sources. Yes. Yeah, we had. Uh, yeah, I like that. It, it was one of the things that I, that thank you, Crime Junkies, for, um, <laughs> Letting me know what not to do. Yeah. So we definitely have to yeah. cite our sources because it is important. So not that anybody needs to know that about me, but I do. I do like podcasts. Um, I don't know. I think I will always be honest. If like for parents, if yeah. you if you if you call me, I'm really going to tell you what what is going on or what I think. Or um, I also think it's important to realize when your child hits middle school that it's not going to be all A's and maybe not even B's. And so you've got to let them fail because at the end of the day, and don't take this the wrong way, but sixth grade isn't going to keep anybody out of college or mm-hmm. doing what they want with their life. And I think it's really important in sixth grade to learn how to function as a nice human being. Yes. I think it's probably the most important thing. Um, and so I guess that's probably would be my advice to parents is just let your mm-hmm. kid, not let your kid fail, but at the same time, let them fail. Uh, because if you do, they'll be able to pick themselves up and, and mm-hmm. figure it out. Well, so, uh, when we recorded ours, I like to always think of sixth grade uh, or us as sixth grade teachers as um, the gatekeepers to the rest of middle school. And really, honestly, the, to secondary education, period. Yeah. I mean, it, you're going to develop this year into hopefully the student that you'll be, you know, mm-hmm. when you hit senior year in high school. I mean, obviously we change. We, we do all these things. We have new friend groups. You know, our personalities do change a little bit, but you're going to get those social skills, mm-hmm. hopefully. But you're but you're going to be getting a lot of the, um, I guess, the habits. Exactly. That you need. It's the habits you develop. And even if you don't like them at the time, <laughs> right, because – you know, I'm going to teach you how to take notes and I'm going to teach you how to do things that you're going to go, why don't I have to do this, right? Why don't I have to ask myself questions when I read, you know? Yes. And those kind of things. And, you know, I had a kid one year, he said, do you do this every time you read something? And I said, no, because I know how to do this. Like, I do this intrinsically now because I did these kind of things growing up and asking these kind of questions so I can comprehend the material. So I don't have a list of questions that I kind of go through as I read. And, and some kids are better than others at it. But, you know, I think it's really just building, like yeah. you said, those habits. Well, you know, when I uh, like when I read more professionally or more or less tr- less fiction, when I don't read fiction, um, I, I have a, a notebook and I take down notes with page numbers. Mm-hmm. And I do that to this day because 
I have a very good memory, but I won't remember. I won't remember all of it, and right. I and it's a good way to, to you know, to, to get back. And it's a good yes. habit to get into. I mean, well, I got it from I'm, my father. And I'm still in graduate school, and I take notes because I have found that when I don't, I have no idea what I've read. Yeah. Because yeah. when you're reading material that is new to you, I don't care how old you uh-huh. are, you're not going to get it the first time. So you think you are. I mean, I still think I am going to remember things. And well, like, well, that's why we oh, highlight no and idea. underline. Exactly. So. Star. So I still do yeah, that. I in yeah. Books and yeah. 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 I said, and, and for me, I can't write in a book. It's my the OCD. Like like I. Oh, I've been writing all over this book. I'm if you borrow, if you borrow anything from uh, from my father, it's like that. It's just like, what did you do? Well, I mean. It's like, you, you know, you, you've seen people, you know, you see them in movies, you, you know, are like people with a Bible, they open it up and it's like ri- right. all written in and it's like, that makes me nervous personally. <laughs> so don't write on my tables, kids, or on my, well, um, don't write on my tables either. Or on, or in <laughs> books, mine, unless matter. they're yours. Because yeah, that, that makes me books, nervous. you can write in them, yeah. yeah I don't mean, write in my books either. You, you yeah. do you, as long as you. Yeah. I don't write in fiction books. I write in like textbooks. And reference books and so things that I use as a teacher. And I just like the sleekness of having notebooks. I don't know why. It's just, it's, it's a, yeah. it, I mean, I don't know. It, it, it does make me nervous. But as long as you're taking notes, I mean, that's, that's really yeah, what we're asking, I think, right? I think part of it is exposing kids to different methods. And so then as you get older, you figure mm-hmm. out what works for you. Like a yeah. notebook works for you. And whereas mm-hmm. Cricket likes to, to highlight right. in a book. And yeah. so I think by the time you get to college, if you know it works for you, and, uh, or where, wherever your job, whatever you're doing, you, you have a means to be successful. And you got to constantly, obviously, change. Like I mean, like I didn't. Yeah. Uh, I can tell you what. In I uh, was not as good of as I'm a better student in my 30s than I definitely was in my 20s, and really was in my teens. And it's just, it's just you part just of learned. it. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I learned. learned. Reading directions is really important. Too. <laughs> And I've had to learn that the hard way, even this year, like, you know, just getting my national boards and or working on it and grad school. Sometimes I, I assume I know what I'm supposed to do. And then I'm redoing it because I did not read the directions carefully in in grad school. (laughs) There is a uh, saying about assumptions that I won't repeat on this, but um, you guys can look it up yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Assumptions are not good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I think that goes back to the failure and being okay and flexible. And yes. Knowing that it's going to be okay, right. and just learning from it, right? Well, really I'll, important. I always come back to this um, saying because uh, in, in YouTube, if you, you go on YouTube, that you know, and I'm not going to obviously pay for no commercials because why would I? Um, but anyways, they'll do the master class thing where you can like learn from you know professors and all right. this kind of stuff and you know people in the field, and the one from Neil deGrasse Tyson where he says you know it's the the key is. Um, do you know enough about a subject to think you're right or do you, but not enough about a subject to know that you're wrong. Right. And it's one of those things that's like, that that's the line that you have to toe and don't assume that you do. That's why you guys will find I'm rarely wrong because I don't say anything unless I know I'm right. And he's not wrong about that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, he, knows, I, he knows a lot of stuff. And I try not to, because I, because I don't, I mean, it was one of those things that it, I guess it was. My parents are pretty impressive, um, mentally, and I, and I never wanted to be wrong. And it was, I guess, one of those things that that, that I yeah. I got from a, as a child. And so I constantly obsessively research, and I think that I think that's one of the best things that I've, I've tried to impart to kids because, mm-hmm. like, look, it's okay to be wrong. Yeah. But it, the, the being ignorant is not a sin. But refusing to learn from your ignorance, yeah. that's when it becomes a yeah. sin. Yeah. And we have that a lot in society. And yeah. that's our that's our job as, as sixth grade teachers. Right. Is yep. to make it so you don't. Yeah. yeah. Well well, Ms. Schmatzer, this has been a wonderful, yeah, wonderful for time. Me. I'm super um, excited. I'll yeah. just be on your podcast. Yeah. So um this is this has been a, a nice long one. We're at fifty minutes. Oh wow. Yeah, I know it's it, it goes by oh, a lot. YouTube channel though. I did. Oh yeah. So plug yeah. your YouTube yeah, channel, so I'll please. I'll just plug it really yeah, quick. Yeah. It's called Get Lit with Ms. Schmatzer. Very cool. And nice. it's just all book reviews. And so if you need a book to read, they're yes. obviously all young adult, uh, appropriate for middle school. But you can that go check awesome. it out. Yeah, it's really cool. I, I, actually, I have checked it out. Did you? Yes. So one Are of the you a subscriber. How did so you one of the views. <laughs> she I put mean, it on I Facebook. I did. I put it on Facebook. She put it on Facebook. Yeah. So 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 one of so one of your views is mine. I I don't subscribe to anything, but I will subscribe to yours. Okay. I just I don't subscribe to your podcast. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Now and hopefully I will uh, go subscribe as well. <laughs> and you. and hopefully this now I'll have eight subscribers. <laughs> <when y'all> <laughs> <might>. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, I mean, it, it it's like that. At least we can, you know, once the school year starts, you can be like, hey. That's right. I can force children. To exactly. Speak. I mean, <laughs> t- talk about uh, captive viewership. That's right. You have to watch me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even if you don't want to. Yeah. And, and the same thing for the podcast. I'll say, look, every, right, required. you know, required. I, I need to see a, um, yeah. a review. But uh, anyway, so th- this, I don't know how this is going to go up, um, what it's going to do. I do have a, um, actually do have an account for um, for this, for what we're gonna, what we're calling Gator Tales now. Um, I'm probably going to put it up in, as a batch altogether um, once I get the rest of sixth grade and I talk to our vice principal, your vice awesome. principal, uh, Carrie McCain, and the way that we can distribute it out. Um, so... We're gonna we're gonna play that part by ear, but um, like I said, it's July fifteenth. We we have you down, and hopefully we're gonna get some more of uh, our colleagues in, and you can learn yeah. a little bit more about us and what to expect from sixth grade. This this first section will just be get to know us because you might not be able to get to know us because of COVID. Yeah. Um. Well, probably not until at least September. Right. Um. Because of COVID. Um. So what we're gonna do? What I hope to do is get all the interviews done. Uh, and then we can use this platform maybe as a way to uh, get out information, at least as far as sixth grade goes. Yeah. Like, uh, okay, parents, you want to know how to do this? This is what we're doing. We can talk our way through it. Yeah, sounds yeah. good. All right. So thank you. And um, for myself, Mr. Weich. Later, Ms. Brigitte. And Ms. Schmatzer. Uh, we, we don't have a... Um, we, we were going to have a snappy sign off. Later, Gator. There you go. That's good. Later, <laughs> Gators. Later, Gator. Why hadn't we thought of that? Oh, that, I mean, talk <laughs> about super easy. Wow. Uh, Happy to help. That's why, that, and, and that's why you always ask for help. Yes. There you go. So, and a lesson. once again, we got a moral yes. <laughs> later, Gators. And we should be 